And we are live. Welcome back to On the King's Dime. It is on the eve of the season. The new season's about to hit us. It was supposed to be a 2020-21 season, but now it looks like it's just going to be a 2021 season. Uh, <laughs> a COVID-affected season, but it is about to start Friday night. We had about six different draw changes. Uh, it was pretty pretty crazy, uh, but we're definitely on the doorstep now, coming up into an interesting season. We're going to do a 9 in 45 tonight, basically go through all nine teams, have a bit of a chat about them and their chances, and as well as the Kings, we'll talk about them. We did a little preview last this week, last week, um, on the Kings in general. But yeah, this we're going to get through all all nine teams. We've done a little homework. Shout out Matt McQuaid's article on uh, the Sydney Kings website. If you haven't read that and you want to see a good comprehensive preview, shout out to Matty. He's done a, a great job on that article. Uh, we're going to have a look at some of those stats as well. So shout out to him for his work. Definitely look forward to reading more from him this season. And as always, if you're listening on Facebook at the moment, we are live and we're also putting these onto youtube if you want to subscribe on youtube as well where we'll be doing a little bit more content through the season uh shout out to the tipping comp too if you want to join the tipping comp definitely get in before friday and yeah they're still open we'll probably close that when the nbl cup starts we'll have to work out what the hell's going on with the nbl cup sort of weave that in there but we'll work that out so if you want in get in on this post or any post that we post on on the king's dime or the sydney kings uh groups and just let us know you want in or send us a message. Uh, anything else we need to plug? Andy's just been sitting there patiently waiting for his just turn to talk. Just just patiently. Uh, just, uh, you know, what else are you plugging? Uh, plug uh, yeah, let me let's just bring it up here. I, I note that you've got some uh, light in your in your back there. Like we're doing this at a reasonable hour. It's a little, yeah, little, little bit of sunlight, which is good. <laughs> they were getting later and later and later and... Um, yeah, so now we're, we're coming to you at a reasonable hour. Hopefully we get some people watching. Uh, if you want to comment below, definitely let us know what you think about the Kings this season. We'll shout you out. Um, also, fan MVP. We're going to do a fan MVP this season where we make a post after every game and then people do a 3-2-1. We did the 3-2-1 last year. Jay Sean Tate just smashed it. He won our 3-2-1 MVP. Um, so, yeah, if you guys want to get in on that, definitely uh, like the page and then we'll do a post at the end of each game and then you just give a 3-2-1, whichever players you wanted to give 3-2-1, tally that up at the end of the season and we'll add that alongside our 3-2-1 MVP. I think that's it. I think we should just, sure. just get right into it. Start with the Kings. Yes, we'll start with the Kings. But first I have to say this is yep. a record season for ex-NBA players in the mm. league. 15. Yep. Uh, there's never been anyone higher. And I think that's a testament to two things. I think the the NBA has a higher turnover now than it, it ever has. Mm. I think that's that's one thing. Um, and two things, I think it's the attractiveness of maybe not going to Europe and maybe coming down under play during these COVID times where, I mean, you're probably not getting paid as much, but... Yeah, yeah uncertain free. times, I think, is a big, big part of that. But at the same time, I felt like a little bit of a global light was shone on the, the league last year with the Lamella Ball. And we'll definitely yeah. talk about him when we go through Illawarra's season upcoming. But I think it's a it's a big thing where even though we have had a COVID-affected world, we kind of got in just at the right time to get LaMelo some hype to, and RJ Hampton too, shout out to him and some of the other next stars that are coming down to Australia. Even in some of the uh, podcasts, like some of the um, aggregators, they call them aggregators, have also started talking about the NBL as well. 
um, mm. with that hype coming from the Lamelo train and RJ Hampton, and it's it's great to see like more eyes. Like every time the NBL pops up anywhere near the NBA, like the logo, CJT, people talking about Lamelo, um, the the Hawks jersey. I'm like, yes, like perfect. More <laughs> eyes on the league. It's great for the league. Um, yeah. the reduced import quota. Obviously, they signed that um uh, the what do you call it CBA new CBA. So they yep. reduced the import quota down from two, three to two, which is a huge, huge uh, crunch on the on the roster. The roster is now tw- eleven, I believe, twelve. I made like hilariously made that post where I thought we had yeah. one more roster spot, um, but we didn't. Um, but now, yeah, Xavier Cooks. That's a horrible injury for him to go down. Uh, the injury <clears throat> replacement being Tommy Vaudeville. It's a shame we couldn't get someone with a little bit more pedigree. But we'll talk about that. Uh, the other thing I had here in the overview, should it have been hubbed uh, or bubbled? Yeah, in, hindsight, in, in hindsight, uh, it could have been bubbled in, in Western Australia pretty effectively. Hmm. Um, but you just, you just don't know. I mean, nah, it's true. Had, you just don't know. Um, it, could, it could have been hubbed anywhere. But I think probably hubbed in the country somewhere would have made more sense. Everyone get there, you know, do your quarantine. And then, you know, it's less likely to be in, you know, your Mildura's, your Ballarat's, um, maybe in your Alice Springs, your Darwin, who knows, like just somewhere pretty remote. Um, that would have been, I think, a good thing. But mm. it, it's, uh, I think that they, they're still trying to get some revenue through ticket sales at some point this season, which is important for this league to survive because, mm. you know, it's, it's on free-to-air television. It's on uh, SBS. Twitch. Um, Twitch. It's not huge dollars uh in that sense so you know we've got to support them this year buy jersey mm. buy some merchandise get to some games if we can um because i think that's that's what's going to make the league survive and then yeah this nba uh, nba cup i've written here nbl cup that basically i feel like was a bit of a panic move like uh, mm. we need to get something like you know they, they've just thrown this together at the last second that kind of like plays into the hub vibe and they probably should have done a hub. But at the same time, you're right. Like in hindsight, yeah, it should have done a hub. But at the same time, things were looking pretty good for Australia until the last, you know, month or maybe sort of the back end of last year. It kind of got a little bit out of hand after they made all the announcements and all the planning. But we'll see how it goes. We'll see if we can get at least some sort of complete season and that isn't an asterisk and hopefully we'll be able to get in the uh, stadium and watch some games which, yeah, hopefully that happens at the end of the season because, yeah, I really enjoyed going to those games last year. They're starting to get a little bit of a following, a bit of a vibe going and more fans, more people growing up watching the NBL, getting into it and getting into the NBA as well. It's great for Australian basketball. Sydney Kings, what's your just first thought straight out of the gate? What do you feel? Uh, rebuild year. Mm-hmm. Rebuild year, especially with Cook's gone. I think that's that's the kind of the nail in the coffin. We're not We're not shouting championship at the moment we're shouting you know can we can this team get to the you know the playoffs mm. i think that's that's the big one is uh, do we have enough skill will we have enough in the tank to, to get this team to the playoffs um i'm hoping so i i don't know there's been such a kind of an upturn in the league um i think some teams have definitely improved some teams have stayed the same with their plays in improving a fair bit um we've lost some talent some teams have you know moved around yeah, straight up huge blow to lose the coach, Bogut, and JT. Yeah. It's a triple we've lost, blow. We've lost a lot, and we haven't 
gained enough. And I mm. said this on the last pod. We we haven't gained enough for me to go, okay, yeah, we're going to be that top top three team this year. Mm. Um, I think we're going to be kind of fighting in the middle of the pack um, for that that fourth spot. Mm. So I think uh, Adam Ford's going to have to earn his money this season. He's, he's got a big platform for him to make a mark. I mean, if he, you know, if he comes out firing this team, you know, starts the season really well, looks really good, and he builds a platform on that, I think, you know, for him in the infancy of his coaching career as a proper head coach, it's a huge opportunity for him. Um, whether he has the ability and the the nous that kind of Will Weaver brought. I, I'm yet to sort of like I'm hesitant. Like the biggest thing about Australian sport, like we've said this a lot of times on here, where Australian sport is you kind of walk away at the end of a season, you wait like loads of months, and then you're just like, oh yeah, sports back again. Like, and then you get back into it. Like it's not like you you're not connected to it every day. And the height in which this Sydney team got to in the last two seasons, that there were expectations, especially with Bogut. I think this year we can all kind of step back and go. Not expecting a big, big year from Sydney, and like enjoy it that way rather than if we go into this season going, I expect like top two finish and possible finals, like you know appearance. I think we're going to be pretty disappointed because I yeah. really, I'm worried, man. I'm all, I'm tipping into the like I'm worried about this team. <laughs> I have, I think it has the potential to be really bad. We got to see how Jarrell Martin goes. I've seen a little bit of his warm up footage. He's looking s- smooth. Smooth in an offensive sense, but I don't see the the size and the stature for him to be that rim protector that we kind of needed, and that was obvious that we needed in that Hawks game. So yeah. oof, I'm yep. a bit, ugh. but at the same time, I like being in that state rather than a like I demand top two finish because you know I hate being disappointed. I'd rather just we be like just, oh, I'm we, surprised. We were just spoiled last year to see kind of you know a first a main bench piece in the NBA really coming up to that quality of like, oh, now you're going to get a contract in the NBA and be part of a franchise, a, a really well-known franchise with expectations. Mm. Um, we were pretty pretty privileged to, to get that for a year. And we didn't expect that as well. So I think that was something that y- you can never bank on um, if Jarrell Martin is that pivotal piece. I think the big thing for this year is Casper's shooting woes. Um, mm. He's got his... He's got to find something um, and not just hock up because I know when Adam Ford has taken over in, in instances in late game where, you know, Will Weaver did get ejected that game. Mm. He just went off chops. <laughs> I that was great like, though. I mean, I missed that, man. Like just thinking back of some of these things that happened last year, I was like, oh, I'm going to miss that, man. Um, I didn't like the end of game strategy. Mm. So it, it was just go to Casper. And I think we're better than that. I think basketball's got to be better than that. Um, there's got to be some some plays. I just, yeah, uh, we've got to get him some overlooks, some down screen threes, and and a lot more, a lot more playmaking, which we did see last year, um, and uh, which we did not see the year before. So mm. with uh, under gaze, yes. oh gazy. <laughs> um, so yeah, I like the problem is yeah we've got a couple of slow bigs, um, Jordan Hunter and Daniel Kickett aren't. Those guys that are going to send bone crunching screens really up really high, which is what kind of they had in Boone uh, at Melbourne. Um, yeah, he's he's Moller another one that I feel guy. like. Sorry, I think Moller can be that guy. Yeah, but I don't think yeah. like he he's got to be, you know, that three to four guy, like the guy that Cooks was basically. And I, mm. you know, 
he's got to fit into other spots where you're not going to necessarily go, oh, Craig, just come over and do this as well. Just, you know, tidy up the lawn as well as like sweep the, sweep the you know, back patio as well for him, for us, mate. Like I don't think that's, you know, he's already doing enough where you're just like, oh, in- interesting. He's fit into this role well. I don't know if piling another thing onto him is going to really be that effective. But, yeah, from what I've seen of Hunter and we know kick it's older and slower and slowing down a little bit, can still shoot the ball. Casper didn't really look last year when he was in those lineups to use them and shoot the ball. Like it was kind of, I'm just going to shoot it in bad spots or like give it up and not get it back. And, yeah, it's it's a bit of a worry. But, you know, Adam Ford's got a platform here to, you know, put his stamp on this, make the like get the Kings running to start the game, uh, to start the season. And, yeah, it's going to be really interesting how that goes. Yep. Indeed. Um, anything else, Kings wise, you want to? No, let's let's get no. into this this wider NBL. Yeah, yeah. So we're going alphabetical order. Um, no, no relation to this article at all. Um, so thirty sixes to start with, twelve and sixteen last year. They finished seventh. Uh, we beat them three and zero in the season. That was a that was a pretty good year for us. I think that was the newly headband game, or was that Gaze's year? We had that like 28-point just crazy game and he was wearing that headband after the yeah, head clash. Was, I think that was Gaze's year. Yeah, Gaze's year. Oh, that's all right. I wrote that down here anyway. We'll just we'll, we'll add it anyway. Uh, last year, they were second in points scored, which is interesting, but they were last in points again, so they had the most scored upon them, scored on them. Um, they were la- like second last in block shots for having yeah. like DJ and Eric Griffin was on that team too. I thought that was a bit like, whoa, I was cr- like it was crazy to see that stat. Um, they had all that turmoil at the end of the season too with Joey Wright. There's a lot yeah. of like internal turmoil. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, Look, that that this team uh, with Isaac Humphries in it is going to be a a different beast. Mm. It, uh, I can't believe we didn't try and sign him. We didn't get him. I I, I don't. Yeah, got it, man. I got it. Is Josh Giddy running the point? Uh yeah, possibly. Says he projected starters Sloan, Giddy, Crocker, Daniel Johnson, and Humphreys. Um, Sunday Detch is on this team too. Little little sneaky pickup. Yeah, I think he's that, he was good last year. Yeah, yeah, he was good. Look, for my mind, Josh Giddy is almost NBA level talent. Mm. Six eight, huge floor general, um, Lamella ball style player. Probably doesn't have the range in terms of shooting. Um, this is a team to watch out for. Isaiah Humphreys is a good center mm. and has had some monster games and has a little bit of NBA background and experience. Mm. Uh, a little bit of pedigree. Got a couple of 10 days with the Atlanta Hawks. Um, you know, I think he had a big injury going and playing for Orlando last year before this whole COVID stuck out. Um, and what a mad crooner he is. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for the man, the pipes. Yeah. He's, he's always an outside chance with those pipes on him, man. Um, <laughs> But this team, I don't know, they lost Strimmage, you know, the the smallest tough guy in the NBL, uh, and Froling, which was quite a big... Froling, like, has the body and the game of, you know, one of the better NBL players, but then always just disappointed me. Like, you'd always be yeah, watching yeah. him and just going, why can't you put this all together? Why isn't this the whole package? Yeah, yeah, mentality. He's not got the uh, mumba mentality, I don't think. Mm. New, so, new coach, uh, Brendan Tease, fitter and turner by trade. Uh, by day good. and playing NBL by night, which is good. He's he's back. Uh, Keanu Pinder as well. Josh Giddy, man, I think he's Aussie too, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's this huge, huge talk about him like being drafted in the NBA. Um, we've seen Josh Josh Green just get drafted. 
for my mind, he's probably not. He's, he, he won't get drafted just because of, I think, the situation in the league at the moment with the amount of heavy point guards. It's a very point guard heavy league in terms mm. of draft, pro, draft prospects and always is. Um, he is a bit of a Lamelo style player. Um, six eight, big. Mm, he's only eighteen, um, man. Damn. Yeah, I thought he was like twenty. So he could still go to no. college, really. He, he's, I don't think he's eligible to go nah, to college. Okay. He's playing professionally. Yeah. Um, look, will he go drafted? I don't know. Will he be in the NBA at some point in his career? I think so. Um, next year's a good draft for mm. the NBA. It's a very, very highly uh, high caliber draft. So. It'd be interesting to see what what this season. But I, I like this team, man. A top four projection for me. Yeah, top four. Mm, interesting. Yep. It's a it's a big leap from seventh. Yeah, last year was so disappointing. They were just very disappointing team. DJ, you know, despite being their best player, you were always just like, is this it? Like what? You know what I mean? So it was always yep. tough for them. But you know, pairing him with Humphreys is huge, and we'll be interested to see how they do. In general, whether there'll be another easy 3-0 for us, it'll be interesting to see. All right, Brisbane Bullets is the next one up. Um, we said that, you know, um, Drimmich and Froling leaving the 36 is going to the Bullets. Okay. Interesting. Nice okay. little sneaky double pickup for them. They lose Lamar Patterson. Obviously, Will Magne, shout out to him going over to the Pelicans, playing some G League. For them, they also lost Cam Glidden. So, like, losing three players and picking up Drimmich and Froling. Uh, uh. They, yeah, they've, so they've got Kadi, um, yeah. Sticker Man. Um, Sticker Man? Sobe? Uh, yeah, Sobe. Yeah, Sticker Man. His tats look like stickers. Yeah, Hodgson's um, still there. Um, so they projected starters on here. Sobe, Drimmich, Orlando Johnson, Vic Law, Hodgson, and then Kadi off the bench with Froling, Krebs, Harrison. Uh, Tamuri Wigness, the young Aussie too. He's kind of a bit, okay. bit of a Paddy Mills type type player, a bit of a clone, like um, 3 and D kind of point guard. I, I've watched him a few times play in the Aussie setup. He's, he's been really good, really uh, explosive, loves to run, get up and down the court. I can see him coming off the bench and having a bit of an impact on this team. Um, but, yeah, another year of safety harness. Ugh, <laughs> rough. Yeah, it's a bit rough. Look, I, I didn't like I, – I, I, did, I don't particularly like Andre Lamanis when he's got not got a whole lot of talent to coach. Mm. And I think this is probably one of the, the, the lacking talented teams in the league at, at this point. I mean, you've got Sobi, you've got Kadee, but they can be very hot and cold, extremely hot and cold. Um, and then beyond that, you really don't have a lot of reliable shooters or a, a lot of reliable give-me-the-ball kind of players. Um, so I, I really <laughs> would – they would struggle to finish well in late games or tight game situations. Mm. What was what was my call from last year, Jason Kadi, the guy that just he, he hits like four or five from three in the first half, and then he's just like stubs his cigarette out and goes home, and just like <laughs> where Jason, where's Kadi, like where'd he go? Oh, he went home for sleep. Yeah, um, I don't know about it's another year of Lamanus. I, I don't know, man. Uh, and with Sobi too, like the smallest, another small man syndrome type guard. Pairing him with Drimmich, you know, how's that going to work? Yeah. Hodgson, obviously, they were they were third in block shots last year with Hodgson and Magne. Losing Magne is pretty big because his defense around the rim was pretty good. We watched a little bit of footage on him. Um, and their defensive field goal percentage was third. So a team that might have kind of underachieved, 
But at the same time, losing those three guys, Patterson, Magne, and Glidden, and they've Probably. lost Tarangi, Vakona, and Braun, and Singler, I feel like that's kind of the, the guts of their team. We're looking at a, a fresh slate and let's let's see what they do rather than being able to go, you know, another another season, you know, type of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, we'll, we'll see how they go. Uh, Ken's Taipans. I love the Taipans. I do like the types, man. They were really fun to watch last year. Quite Noy, Scott Machado, yep. Nate, Cam Oliver. It's the pretty. It's the same core, man. It's mm. the same core. Um, and they've, add, they've added Mojave King, Jordan Agatai, and Jordan Hunt as well. So yeah, Mojave King is a next star, mm. um, you, you NBA prospect. Uh, this this team for me is a is is a top four shoe in. Shoe in lock sh- sh- lock that lock. team in the top four. Um, I think so too. Yeah, I, I like that, Nicole. Um, so looking at their last season, third in the regular season, they lost in the semis to the Wildcats. Uh, they were first in field goal percentage, second in defensive field goal percentage, second in three-point field goal percentage, first in defensive three-point position uh, percentage. Can't talk probably. Eighth in rebounds? It's like, what? How does that make sense? Second in assists, third in steals, fifth in block shots. Ninth in turnovers, like what? High turnover, like couldn't defend the rim or couldn't grab rebounds. That's weird. Um, but this is kind of the NBL stats in a nutshell. Uh, third in offensive rating, second in defensive rating. Um, and we were 2-1 in the season series against them. Mike Kelly, I think, won Coach of the Year. Yeah, and, I think yeah. He, he did a good well putting a, a, a young team together. A young team, man, with a couple of... Hey, should have been Weaver. But um, <laughs> it's, I think Machado and Oliver is probably the best you know, one five combo in the league. What do you reckon? Yeah, yeah, I would, I would agree with that sentiment. And they've kind of, they've, they've got the best backup center in the league. Mm. It gives you sixteen minutes of just beast. Yeah, beef <laughs> is a great way to describe it. Um, outgoing DJ Newble. This is like could be, could be bad for them. Um, bad, but, but also it, could be good. He was very cold last year for a mm, lot of the season. And very um, ball dominant. So I, I like that you kind of get him out of the way. You open up a little bit of the floor for Jerich and Kuat Noy to get a little bit more of the ball in their hands. And then you add in Makave King. Like, yeah. I, I like that. I'm like, I like this where this is going. If you, you're going to space the floor a little bit more with those guys, sweet. Like, I'm in. I'm in too. Yeah. I do like this team, man. It'll be enjoyable to watch this team. Mm, big game coming up, first game of the season. We'll do the tips at the end yeah. of this. Um, the Taipans, they yeah, looking good. Lock, lock them in for the, the finals or for the playoffs, rather. The Hawks, the uh, almost folded Hawks. Like I've, I've noticed nobody talks about that anymore, how they almost basically folded. Yeah. I mean, that, that, was, that was kind of – it's a small market franchise. Mm. Um, I don't think they, they got on the Lamello train enough and sold enough Lamello jerseys overseas. Maybe mm. they needed to do some eBaying or something. I don't know. Um, or go back and, and start selling some some Illawarra jerseys and get Lamello's name printed on the back. You know, yeah. there was talk that he was going to buy them at one stage. Remember, he was just yeah, yeah, like, yeah, there was I that too. I was like, what? Okay. Yeah. So who ended up? Wasn't Colangelo ended up buying them? Yeah. Or he's like part like, owner or something? Part owner. I mean, I don't exactly know how much. I'm going to Google it right now. Anyway, keep going. It's not a huge franchise. But in terms of, of, of where I see them this year again, it's probably dead last. Yeah. I, the, the Gorge factor, Brian brought in Brian Gorge in. That's a great hire. It's like, a good hire, yes. I, I don't know how good a hire it is with a mess of a roster. 
but at the same time, like, you know, it's like the Daryl Morey thing where we talk about in the NBA, you know, you're going to get three seasons of like, he's going to work this out. Don't worry. Like you're not looking at this going, Oh God, this could be a disaster. Like in three years, we're basically going to have to just up, uproot the entire thing again, start again. Like, I think if he stays five years, the Hawks are going to go on an upward trajectory eventually, yeah. <laughs> eventually. But uh, I'm just looking at these owners, ownership. Uh, yeah, Brian Colangelo and business and Michael Proctor. Yeah, Colangelo. Remember that phone, burner phone incident? That was pretty crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so la- last year I didn't even have to bowl any of these points. Uh, they finished ninth, five and 23. Ninth in points for, seventh in points against, ninth in field goal percentage, eighth in defensive field goal percentage, ninth in three point field goal percentage, ninth in defensive three point percentage, ninth in free throw percentage. Third in rebounds, they rebounded really well. I guess that was kind of Lamelo. Um, first yeah. in steals, what? That's Lamelo. Yeah, seventh in blocks, <laughs> shots, second in turnovers. Uh, turnovers forced rather. Uh, ninth in offensive rating, seventh in defensive rating, and they they burgled the game office. Uh, I think that was on New Year's Eve, maybe last yeah. year. Felt like we watched that, just getting real salty at the end of that game because they wouldn't yep. call call any calls. Uh, but, yeah, the, the Gorgian high is big, man. I think um, with LaMelo Ball leaving, played half a season, it was a, it was a nice hype train. I think it was a mess of a team that basically got out of his way is the best way to ex- describe that offense last year. Like everyone was yeah. just like, yeah, give him the ball and just do it. Let's just take heaps of shots, like whatever. Um, <laughs> they, they did have Chicago, ex-Chicago player. I can't remember his name. Little little dude, Aaron. Yeah, Aaron Brooks. He was Brooks. he was good until he got that. Yes. his knee blew out. Yeah. Um, he was good for them, and that team lacked like it had like Josh Boone on it too. Where Josh Boone's like classic, like not character locker room guy. No. Um, Toddy Blanchfield just like anytime he got the ball was just like fire it up, Toddy. Just fired in a three. Uh, they lose Sunday Jets. So they lost Blanchfield, Boone, Sunday Ditch, uh, Glover to the Kings, which we'll talk, uh, we have talked about. But um, Conrad retired, David Anderson retired, and their coach, outgoing coach Matt Flynn, sacked for Brian Gorgian. So, yeah. So what's their lineup this year? So projected starters Tyler Harvey, Justin Simon, Justinian Jessup, the young Warriors next star, uh, Dengadel, Sam Froling. That's. Oh, that's, the, 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 yeah, the Degadell Sam Froling, yeah, it's not a great. Look, Degadell's a great pickup. I mm. think he will help this franchise. To Playing something. a power four, though, maybe. I guess it's not really listed their positions, but yeah, if, he, if he's ball dominant, yeah. But if we see like Cav standing in the corner trying to, you know, no, spot I think, up, I don't think this team will that. have to be. Yeah, this offense will have to be built around Degadell. Um, because mm. yeah, it'll be Emmett now facilitating Dengadel a lot, I think. Mm. And then Especially. best off the bench, they got best Ogilvy, Emmett now, Isaac White, Deng Deng, Max Darling, Daniel Greeda is an injured reserve. Greeda was, you know, provided a little bit of hustle one. last year. He's only Cam a young Best- man. Cam Besto is not a, is it Cam Besto? Yeah, Cam Besto is there. I, I, I'd say Cam Besto would probably be starting, wouldn't you? Like that's, mm, that's a, in a, this a, article, it's projected to the bench. Yeah. So take, a, take it up with Maddie. Let's take it up with Matty McQuaid. Yeah, no, I, I, was, I would definitely say Cam Besto is probably starting at power forward, if not center, um, in that lineup. So, yeah, the only highlight. Yeah, Gorge, Gorge I think, is massive. Um, it's, I think, yeah, it's going to be another pretty dis- dismal season, I think, for them. But I think they're going to get on an upward trajectory. 
Uh, they got a long year. Maybe, maybe, maybe he can lure Paddy Mills in, in Twilight Retirement. That'd be or, so good. Or uh, Delhi. Little, little Delhi action, yeah, maybe. Delhi. Any, anyone. Bring them Anybody. All. Jonah? Anybody. <laughs> Mate, Jonah's in, 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 bloody, in the middle of the desert finding himself. Yeah, fair enough. When he finds himself, just, just head down to Illawarra. Just head down the uh, Bulli Pass. Down to Illawarra. <laughs> Jonah Wollongong. Uh, Melbourne United. Uh, fourth in the regular season last year. Just dismantled in the finals, in the semi. Yes. That was great. Uh, 15 and three, stru- a bit of a struggler of a season for them. Yeah, started off very poorly, but did come good in the end. Mm. Uh, the, yeah, they, they lost four, on the, four out of the gate, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Um, they, were, they had some weird numbers. They were seventh in field goal percentage, third in defensive three-point three field goal percentage, ninth in assists. I was like, whoa, that must have been a lot of um, a lot of Chris Golding, because <laughs> he was he yeah. was doing a lot of isolation play, a lot of isolation scoring. Yeah, I'm um, just looking at their outgoing. Uh, I'm trying to think of who, who was their point guard again. Mellow Trimble. Mellow Trimble, yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of Mellow. Yeah, he's mm. a. Um. So yeah, steals second in steals, second in block shots. Sean Long, I guess. Um, but yeah, Dean Vickerman's still their coach. So incoming Jock Landau, massive signing for them, I think. Uh, Scotty Hobson, that's a, also a pretty big signing. Jack White from Duke. Uh, and then outgoing Trimble, Long, Prather. And then, you know, some also around guys, Smith Milner, Venky Joyce, and Pledger. It's it's a pretty good team. Yeah. Just quietly. It's Just a quietly, dangerous it's... looking team. Jack White, I think he was, he was a captain at. And mm, um, a Duke, a Duke, yeah. And Zion was there, and some of those other guys, Barrett. Yeah, yeah. I hope got that right. <laughs> yeah, RJ Zion, and uh, there was a trio. But um, yeah, that's that's a good team. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good Aussie team, man. It's yeah, a great Aussie team. Mm. Um, and you got like you got other guys sprinkled in there. You know, Scotty Hobson sprinkled in. Yeah. Joe Luala Chill, he's Aussie as well. Uh, just looking at their projected started. So Mitch McCarron, Golding, Hobson, Barlow, Landau. Damn, that, that's, a, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> well, Dave Barlow. Dave Barlow. You can get into Dave Barlow's head. That's about the only thing. Yeah, but he's good against the rest of the league. Like he had a weird season last year where Jay every Shantay time. He just, just, just junked him out. Of yeah, he couldn't. He didn't have a clue what to do against him. And that's that was kind of the only weakness I've really seen about of him over the last few years. Like it was just, wow, this guy's like, you know, two two thirty, and I can't move him. Holy, like, what do I do? And, but at the same time, he's shooting, still shooting the ball quite well. It's an ugly yeah. stroke, but it's effective. And then, you know, Landau at center, he's a triple threat as well. And he's definitely, he's only gotten better over the last couple of years. So their starters, McCarron, Golding, Hobson, Barlow, Landau, and then off the bench, Shea Ely, dirtiest player in the league, Jack White, Joe Luala, Chul, Sam McDaniel, uh, Yudai Baba, Sam Short, development player, etc., etc. Top four? Huh? It's a top four team. Yeah, I think it's a lock. Top four. It'd be interesting. They had. It says here they had chemistry issues last year, and then Sean Long and Trimble are always going to give you chemistry issues. I think. I think there were the the Taipans didn't have the pedigree for us to really understand their chemistry issues with Trimble. And then Sean Long, I feel like everywhere he goes, it's me, me, me. Let me shoot threes at the end of the semifinal and we'll lose. 
Like, remember that yeah. last year where he took, like, the last three three-pointers of the game and which like, yes, keep shooting, keep shooting. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a good team, man. I think that's all, all we need to give them. I think we definitely need to be wary. Uh, the Breakers, six in the regular season last year, kind of like a – oh, yeah. They were just, just injury-ridden, mm. injury-plagued. Last year, then they they signed Scotty Hobson. Yeah, and he just went uh, bonkers. He went absolutely ballistic mm. um, and played really well. It was exciting to watch some games. Um, yeah, they had really bad injury woes last year and uh, haven't really picked up any big players mm. this year. Um, might be a tough year for the Breakers playing away from home as well. So I'm just looking through there. So incoming Ty Webster. I think he was there a couple of seasons ago, left yeah. and came back. Uh, they've, they've brought in Lamar Patterson, uh, Colton Iverson, Daniel Trist, uh, Rasmus Bark, Kyron Galloway, their development players, etc. So outgoing RJ Hampton, Sec Henry. Sec Henry was pretty good for them, little, little nuggety kind of um, mm. Kent Bazemore type player for them. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Nagatai is outgoing also. He went to Cairns. Uh, Brandon Ashley, yeah, but the big loss really is Scotty Hobson for them. Yeah, it's kind of Ty Webster, Patterson, Abercrombie, Finn Delaney, Colton Iverson as their starting lineups. Very like tier tier two point five NBA uh, NBL rather. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, like NBL one featuring Lamar yeah, Patterson, pretty much with some mid range and no defense. So hmm. rough not, man. Not so off the bench: Corey Webster, Rob Lowe, Jared Weeks, Trist, Bark, Finn Delaney. Oh. Weeks, Delaney's coming off the bench and starting. Sweet. Yeah. Um, Weeks and Delaney can get jammingly hot, though. That's the problem. Mm. They can, they can. Once they get hot, they can, they can take a game away from you. But um, yeah, that's not a strong lineup for my mind. Sec Henry's in this twice. I'm just going to double check that he's not still there. Because if he's still there, um, I, I, I like that. Mm. Uh, I like that. Yeah, no, he's definitely gone. Um, so we'll okay. move, move along. Uh, anything else about the breakers? Nah, I think they're I think they're a lock for bottom three, man. Yeah, and yep. you know I don't think they're going to be able to go back to New Zealand very often. They're going to be playing in Tasmania, I think, or they're going to be so. playing over here somewhere. I think they're set up over here doing some stuff. I think that yeah, I don't know. Nah, I keep I, mixing that up. That's the, that's the football. I keep mixing that up with the the Phoenix well, are over here. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, Perth Wildcats second last. Uh, yeah, nineteen and nine season, second in the regular season. Then you know some stuff happened. They lost, uh, I they can't lost, remember what, what it was. They, they lost K. Um, yeah, so looking at their outgoing, Nicholas K. Tariko White also left. Plumley. Um, I think their signing of him hinges on Cotton because the import slots got reduced to two. So whether yeah. Cotton gets naturalized, it's a big gamble. It should happen, yeah. but. Still, still a bit of a gamble. I don't think. I don't think it's happened yet. I don't think they've signed that no, extra it hasn't, guy. No, no they, he hasn't naturalized yet. Um, I don't think at the moment they're doing a lot of that. So, but it kind of should happen. Like he's he's eligible. He is eligible. It would I think be it'll happen sometime this season, and then next season he will become a a fully fledged. Um, well, yeah, I think they're because I've got here. Um, their strategy hinges on Cotton. Like Maddie's written here, their strategy hinges on Cotton being naturalized. Allowing them to add another import, which would probably be Plumley. Um, if look, as much as we're salty about Perth, if he is eligibly naturalised and there's some sort of admin issue that stops him from happening this year, I mean, that's pretty whack. 
Oh yeah, no, I'm happy for him to become an Aussie man. Mm. He's going to play for the Boomers. Yeah, play for the Boomers, bro. It's just a Paddy Mills clone. You could have Suit two up. Paddy Mills on the court, um, which which would be excellent. Mm. You have to uh, you have more shooters on the court when you're playing playing for Australia. But um, Nick Kay's a big loss for them. Mm. Uh, it really is. And Tarika White in at times was was quite good uh, as well. So he was all be- like Tarika White was always a very like. Um, at times he would get hot. And, yeah, you know, streaky, but at the same yeah. time, pr- like pretty solid or like knew when to get streaky. You know what I mean? It wasn't just a guy that was just like, I'm streaky in the first quarter and then I disappear. Like he he would always come up in the third quarters in the last few years where you're just like, you know, Trico, why hit three threes in the third quarter and now it's a two-point game? Like far out, man. Um, <laughs> so I think that is like a like low-key, a little bit of a big loss. Incomings, they've got John Mooney, Todd Blanchfield, He's just gonna just fireballs. Like I like that. I was hoping we get him. Um, I would. I would have loved supporting him, bring him back to Sydney. Kevin White, Ferguson, which is a development player. Is Damian Martin playing another year? Nah, he's retired. I believe. I think he's commentating. I'm gonna have to listen to his uh, dulcet tones on one of the uh, stations. I think he might be doing SBS. I might be wrong on that. I could. I cannot watch another year of Damien Martin not taking a shot. <laughs> yeah, or just like bricking shots left, right, and center. And then just coming up with huge shots where you're just like, what? Like you're yeah. a 18% shooter and you just knock down a clutch shot. Get out of here. Um, so, I look, their projected starters, Cotton, Norton, Steindl, Blanchfield, John Mooney. It's a decent, decent lineup. It's it's a bit like it's starting to tick down into the, ooh, worry, a little yeah, bit worrying. Okay. Yeah, are you fighting for, for – it's not a great defensive lineup. That's mm. the thing. It's not – you know, Nick Kay was the defensive glue of that team. Mm. Um, and they were first in points against too. They were the best, yeah. the best defense. Uh, sorry, third in defensive rating. Yeah, so Nick Kay Steindl gets so streaky. It's ridiculous. Mm. Um, he always has great games against us. They're going to be a shooter's team. They're going to be. They're going to have runs. They're going to win a lot of games. They're almost like Houston. They're the Houston of the NBL. They're going to, mm. you know – have these games where they shoot ridiculous and they'll knock any team out of the park and then they'll have crap games. And it's just whether they can turn it off enough, or, you know, to, to win to win the league. Mm. You know, I, I think they're probably going to be fighting in the middle of the pack at the, this year. It's It comes with folly. Like, mm. I, I can, like, look at this on paper and go, I don't think they're going to be, they're, they're not a lock for me for top four. But at the same time, like, beware, just, ah, six games in and, you know, the top again. And you're just like, eh, look, it all worked out. Like, fair enough type yeah. of thing. Uh, just just their bench is uh, Wagstaff, Travers. Travers is a young Aussie. Looks like he's he's going to have another season. I think he was in there last season, like, lighting it up as in garbage time. Kevin White, uh, Wani, Solo, Baluk, Jared Besto, Taylor Britt. And then, yeah, it's – and Majok, Majok, I think he's injured. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't have them as a lock, man, for top four. No. I'm wary. They're going to be with us in the middle of the pack. Yeah, wary, but at the same time, if they're, you know, they're looking like they're just running away with it, it's just like, yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, the Phoenix, to finalize it, to round it out, we've got five minutes to do Phoenix, plenty of time. Plenty of time. What, t- tell me about what you thought about their first season. Yeah, they... <laughs> Whoa, huge pause. And then, a, yeah, um, this is problematic. No. It was, yeah, it was just Mitch Creek. It was just here, here's Mitch Creek. Take some more Mitch Creek and then throw some more Mitch Creek on top of that. 
Hey, hey, hey. Uh, want a little Mitch Creek on top of that Mitch Creek with a side of Mitch Creek? Hey, why don't you lob it? Hey, Mitch, lob it to Mitch who, Creek. Who, who, who's the guy that was coming back? Who was the old Aussie that was coming back, the shooter? Who was their shooting guard? Uh, ben Madgen? Yeah, Ben Madgen, who actually yeah. had a terrible year. Awful. Terrible so, year. I was so – I felt so bad for him because he – his three, his, his shooting just died and it was like, bro, I feel so bad for you. And then just retires. It's just like, oh, yeah, what a hor- was- horrible – like he, he, I think, for his pedigree in, you know, playing for the Kings, playing overseas – I think he deserved like a couple of years. Like I feel like he sees him so bad that he just like retired. Threw in the towel. Yeah, yeah. threw in the towel. Oh, horrible. And it was that, that that was kind of the 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 straw that broke the camel's back. I think it was on too much on Mitch, Mitch Creek. Mm. And um, who was their point guard again? Uh, wow, Kyle. Ah, oh, Roberson. Yeah, Roberson. Gone out of here. Yeah, yeah, he's gone. Yeah, Wild Kyle. He was, he was good though, man. His shooting was. It lights out. I think he played that preseason game against us, and I think he was like seven from eight. And we was like, what the hell is this? Like, oh, my God. Yeah. And then he – but he kind of – he had that small small man guard type thing where, you know, couldn't get past the fact that he was just launching up crazy shots. Um, Loved that down screen shot like Casper. Just was hitting it like a, a menace against us. I, I like this franchise. I think – I, I like them as a team. You know, they played good basketball last year. It wasn't a um, wasn't a team that you didn't like. Like you didn't hate yeah. like hate on them. Um, well, I like Wild Kyle coming off the bench. Uh, looking at their roster at the moment, so the incomings: Kiefer Syth, Sykes, rather Ben Moore, Cameron Glidden from Bullets. That's not a bad pickup. Yeah. It's still a bit of a like. It's not going to get you very far. Uh, Ruben Tarangi, Yanni Wetzel. Ah uh, man, I'm not even gonna try and say that development player guy's name. Isaiah Morio Huhu Liafa. Oof, I might have might have nailed that, but maybe not. Tristan Forsyth. Uh outgoing John Robertson, Keith Benson, Ty Wesley, he retired, Ben Madgen retired, Trist went to the breakers, Terry Armstrong who didn't play, he was their next star that just barely played. That was a bit weird. Yeah, that was a bit weird. And then Dengar Kuth, who why didn't we pick him up? Um I don't know, man. Uh, projected starters: Sykes, Glidden, Tarangi, Mitch Creek, Ben Moore. Ooh, that's. Ooh. Is Pano in that team? Yeah. So off the bench: Pano, Adnam, Adam Gibson, Kendall Stevens, Yanni Vetzel, Azaya, uh, Moria, Huhu, Luafa. I should I should know should know that name. I research it. Tristan Forsyth. I, I like this. I liked it. It was a good season. Good season. You was like, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the show. I liked it. It was good. Yeah. Um, they they started out. They were really good, and then they kind of. Dived. It's, um, uh, it was just too much of Mitch Creek. It was thirty-nine yeah, minutes a game of Mitch Creek, man. And it's just like it's, this is yeah. unsustainable. We, we were like ten games in, like yeah, they're doing well there. It's unsustainable. It's just yeah. unsustainable. Mitch is like, guys, can, can I get a, can I get a break? Just two minutes, please. Two thirty-eight minutes. Lock it in. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. I, yeah, I think they're going to be also rounds. Maybe you know, middle of the pack, bottom of the pack. Another another kind of solid-ish season, yep. just making up the numbers. And then Tasmania comes in next year. Jump, Jack jumpers. G- 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 gyro, gyro, jiggies g- or something. Oh, man, I was like, what? And that was like a selection process too, that name. It was like a, a name off. Yeah. Like that. Oh, it's just like, oh. All right, yeah, cool, NBL, nice. The Jack jumpers. Um, 
yeah, so that's all the teams. We've gone through all those teams. Uh, yeah. It's going to be well, a very interesting season. This NBL Cup, man, is going to be – it's going to yeah, throw weird. us into a spin, I think. We're going to have let's to wait start, and see what happens. Let's go tipping. Tip, tip, oh, well, tip, what, tip, sorry. Tip. Is that what you were going? Yeah, we're doing tipping. Yeah. Let's do some tipping. Tipping, tipping, tipping. Reminder, shout out if, you, if you're listening now and you want to get in on tipping, you can still get in in our tipping comp. There's plenty of spots open. The uh, first game is, I believe, 7.30 Friday night. So if you get your tips in before that game tips off, you're eligible for the first round. First round starting game is 36ers at United to start us all off. Ooh, I'm going to have to say United on yeah, this Yeah, I went United also. I'm just adding you in, United. Uh, and then we've got the Bullets-Hawks on Saturday, I think it is. Bullets, bullets. Bullets at the Hawks. Bullocks? Bullets. 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 Uh, then we've got Taipans at home to the Kings, 8 o'clock tomorrow, uh, Saturday night, tomorrow night. Do we want to go? Uh, I'm not, I can't go against the Kings, man. That's my fatal flaw in tipping comps. It's Sydney or I'm nothing, go, Para or nothing. I'm, I'm going to go to Taipans just because I think it's real much. Uh, just Jerrell Martin hasn't been in this team long enough. We got to we got to see what this team is mm. is doing, and it's just not for my mind. And the Taipans are a pretty pretty complete team and have played together. So I'm gonna go Types for this round one. Does it have like? Can you believe it? Two quarters in, and the Kings are down twenty one here. Like it has that vibe, man. I've got that in my head. It's just that vibe. Yeah. You know, could be us. Uh, Half time, the Kings down twenty one. You're just like, oh my god. Yeah. We're doing a we're doing a live watch. As yeah, well, so you you dropping that announcement right now? Yeah, let's drop it and then we'll we'll put out an announcement on Facebook. Yeah, yeah we're going to do a, a live watch. Yeah, watch on, along. Uh, so so yeah, come along and send give it send us comments. Let us know what you think. We'll be doing a watch along, and then probably yeah, we'll do a, a post game after that as well. Yep. Uh so thirty six is at home to the Phoenix Suns, the Melbourne Phoenix, Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. I'm going to go 36ers. 36ers. I also went 36ers in that. Uh, That'll be an interesting game. Interesting game. I think the 36ers are good enough to beat the Phoenix, but not good enough to beat the United, you know. That's that Mm -hmm. kind of vibe. Uh, And then to finish the round, the Taipans at home to the Hawks. Taipans. Yeah, Taipans for me also. That rounds out the uh, first round of the tipping comp. It is locked in. Uh, I'm not going to do the like our tips. Do we need to? Do I need to do our tips every week? My tips, like you and I's tips. Because I was, I was doing like yeah, no, no, but I was doing like a little like like graphic. I don't need to do that. Oh, no. There's more people in the comp. You know, I'll do like a focus on the people rather than us. Yes, yeah, put yeah, that we'll just try and sneak in and win it. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, it would be dismal last year. Poor Fox. We're all chasing him. He's got the little crown on the graphics today. Um, if you want that crown, get in on the tipping comp and, yeah, make sure you get your tips in and we'll try and all dethrone uh, Paul Fox and there's a little prize at the end of the season. Um, it's the, the Kevin Lish, the annual Kevin Lish stud shirt. And if you come to a game, I'll give it to you in person. You get to say good day and take the shirt and take a photo and put it in the group, as Paul Fox did. Paul Fox, we're all chasing him. I think that's it. That is until the season starts. So Saturday yeah. night. Saturday night. Any Saturday any night. any final vibes Saturday to give night. off? It's been a long time coming, man. Let's mm. just hope that it it. It's not like the NBA and we just start postponing games and just it all kind of falls to the wayside. So mm. let's let's hope we get a season. 
Fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. Definitely. Everything's crossed. So hopefully, yeah, we get a full season of basketball. Hopefully, like, they can pull off this cup idea and then run it alongside the, uh, the league. Run it alongside the league rather than actually have it as the league. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, you can like, share, and subscribe on Twitter, on Facebook. Uh, we're also on YouTube. Uh, we're putting up these in audio form. We're on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and Podcast Addict as well. Uh, yeah, like, share, subscribe, and we will see you guys next time. On the King's Dine.